0: Hello and welcome to Let's Enter the Arena. I'm your host, VM Campos, and this is the podcast where I talk with a member of the Magic the Gathering community. This week, my guest is... Aiden. All right, so uh, we talk about all things magic, and uh, I'm wondering how long have you been playing magic in general?
1: I don't know the exact time frame, but I think it's been about 12 maybe more years I started off sometime in elementary school playing with my brother, but there was a huge pause because nobody else really played it that I knew. Mm -hmm.
0: That's cool. I remember also starting off in high school, I think some friend uh, showed it to me in like a, what class was that? Like a social science class or something. And so I started to play a while ago too, but I stopped for a long time and then started again recently. So like, have you played on and off or like nonstop since then?
1: I don't know. I think I've since I stopped, I haven't really had a chance to play too much since then. So it was a little on and off. But ever since I got back into it and with Arena coming out, I've been playing it pretty much every day.
0: <laughs> How long have you been playing Arena? Like, when did you get into that?
1: Ooh, that was during last semester of college. I found out I found it through an ad that. It had gone to public beta, and so I got it pretty quickly and started playing it.
0: Oh, cool. Was that before or after you had to send them an email and request a an invite code?
1: It was after. It was already in public beta at that point. Oh, okay. So that was like
0: September or October, I think, when they made it public. Yeah. So I I had to do it by requesting an access code in early January 2018, but they didn't get back to me until like April. So I was waiting for three months for, a, for the code, but you're lucky because you just could download it and start playing because it was an open beta. Yeah. <clears throat> now, do you consider yourself like a beginner, intermediate, or advanced? You know, what kind of skill level in magic do you think you have?
1: Uh, I would say intermediate. I n- I know when to not attack, when to hold spells, stuff like that, but I haven't gotten into, like, I don't even know what most of the lingo is. So, like, a lot of times when I see people talking about, like, popper, I have literally no idea what that means.
0: Popper is basically playing magic with only common cards. You know how there's common, uncommon, rare, and mythic rare. So this is making decks yeah. only out of common cards. Mm-hmm. People like that, I guess, because it's more affordable. Because you know some of the best cards are rares and mythics, and those are all expensive. Yeah. So people want to try in real life playing with Popper. But when it's arena, when it's all digital, you know it's all the same cost. You know, you just get a wild card and you get any card you want yeah what uh, colors uh, or strategies do you like to play
1: I usually go for red green or black and I usually do gimmick decks like (laughs) either all one creature type or like my favorite deck in arena right now is based around having people discard cards controlling the board or exiling cards and Just beating Mm -hmm. in with that.
0: Yeah, I like that, too. I know a lot of people really, they want to, you know, learn the meta and learn what's uh, the best strategy and all of that. But I like kind of like theme cards, too. One of my favorite cards at the moment is a black or one of my favorite decks is a black and red pirate deck. So it's pretty much all pirates. And, you know, it's not going to win tournaments or whatever. But I like playing with uh, pirates and stealing people's stuff like a good pirate. (laughs) I also like to do, like, cat decks. There's not enough cats uh, in Arena at the moment, Uh, but the cat decks are fun, too, when they get vicious. So is there any, like, single card at the moment that stands out to you that you use a lot or that you like to
1: play with? When I was actually looking over the questions that you sent me, I was planning on, like, saying that I didn't really have one and going into, like, talking about hunted Wumpus because that card for some reason just has stuck in my mind even though it's like (laughs) not a very good card or well it's pretty decent card but i don't know why it's just stuck in my head but right now my favorite card is ethereal absolution because it's just such a good effect for only six mana
0: Let me look that one up. I know it sounds familiar, but let me look at it up to Ethereal Absolution. Okay, yeah, that's the black and white card, six mana. Oh, yeah, I love that card. All your creatures get plus one, plus one, and all your opponent's creatures get minus one, minus one. So all their cheap little spirits or whatever automatically die when you've got this card, huh? Yeah. What else does it do? You pay four mana exile, a card from opponent's graveyard. And if it was a creature, oh, you get a a spirit out of that. Well, that's fun. Have you made many decks that kind of revolve around this card?
1: I have two decks that have that card in them and the deck that I was talking about earlier has two of them in it because my that deck has like probably I think seven creatures in total and just being able to make spirits to finish out the game or exile and then deal extra damage with Kaya if I get her on board mm-hmm. and get the five loyalty counters on it
0: yeah now were you playing arena when the card anointed procession was there it was a white enchantment that doubled your tokens do you remember that
1: i was not on arena when that was there
0: it was one of the sets that they rotated out i guess when they went into public in september uh this was from the egypt themed set called Amonket. And it was an enchantment, I think, for like four mana, probably like three uh, three generic and one white. And they would basically do that every time you created uh, a token, it would give you double the token. So I used to have a cat deck that uh, would create so many cats. I swear I had like 20 cats on the on the board with that, uh, with that card. So RIP Anointed Procession. I think that one would have worked well with this one too, Ethereal Absolution, because it lets you create spirits um so it would have doubled your your spirits really well
1: yeah.
0: now i notice on, on a card like that at the cause, uh, i'm looking at it uh, do you know the website scryfall.com no so it's s c r i f a l l scryfall.com it's a really great website to look up cards cuz it shows them to you high quality and it tells you the legality and formats and prices and all of that so i'm looking at that card right now high quality and it looks pretty cool because there is like a whole bunch of spirits coming out of the, what is that? Coming out of a like the hall or something. And uh, Kaya and, and Tessa are just hanging out, looking at the spirits. That's funny. Do you pay too much attention to like the lore of things, like the flavor text and the story and stuff?
1: I have yet to get into a lot of the lore for magic, but I always read the flavor text, and I do search up, up on the. Wizards of the Coast website, I go onto the card database and a lot of times I just like go through like full creature types and or mm-hmm. card types and look at flavor text and if it's like a specific name, I usually search up to see if it's an actual card mm-hmm. as well.
0: Yeah, the official Wizards um, database, card database is cool because it's the official one, but Scryfall, uh, I recommend that. You can check that one out. That that check uh, check out that website too because it's a great way also to look up cards, and their their search feature is really good because you can say show me all spirit cards or show me all, you know, cards that are related to a certain type, and uh, it searches really well. Based on any cards that you're playing at the moment that you like, um, you were starting to talk about I think like decks, favorite decks. Like, uh, tell me a little bit about maybe some of the last uh good decks that you've played that you liked
1: Ooh. well as i've been talking about the discard axle deck is mm-hmm. like one of my favorite decks right now and i also have another well i have two that i like right that i like to play right now one of them is um a blacky white red deck that focuses on whenever creatures die like as has like Tasa and Judith in it, so whenever creatures die, I deal damage and can create multiple, well, I could deal multiple damage mm-hmm. procs. And also like create multiple spirits with uh, stuff like Orzhov Enforcer. And then the other one is a black-red one that's focused on just doing damage and just willing people down mm-hmm. with like one or two damage.
0: Do you use that one um, black card, something Inheritance? Ill-gotten Inheritance or something like that? Do you know that Not that
1: deck. I have another deck that's based around healing that has four of them in it.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've tried to use that one a little bit because I'm trying to put together like a black-red demon deck because, you know, the Rakdos uh, cult, Rakdos, black and red. So I'm trying to put together... With the legendary Rakdos, the Showstopper, um, he he actually, when he gets summoned, he kills everything unless it's a demon or an imp or a devil. So I'm trying to put together some fun, weird demon deck so that Lord Rakdos will spare my creatures but kill all their creatures. Yep. I think that'll work pretty well um, with... Um, what's that one demon...
1: Spawn of Mayhem.
0: Oh, yes, the new Spawn of Mayhem. That one's pretty cool, that one... Um... I think they'll play nice. Now, over on the uh, on the Discord, I see you often put like screenshots of some uh, pretty cool events. Uh, what are some uh, cool or funny or weird moments that you've had on Arena so far?
1: Most of the time that my best games come from are the my exile disc discard deck because I had one game where I went down to one health mm-hmm. and then I ended the game with nineteen health. <laughs> and then I had a, another game where I should have lost like halfway through it, but the opponent wasn't paying attention, didn't sacrifice their ill-gotten inheritance. And mm-hmm. so I had a board that's, that I stole from him with Eldest Reborn. Mm-hmm. And it just kept me alive throughout the entire game. And I ended the game with one card in, in deck. Mm-hmm. So it was a very close game.
0: Well, it definitely sounds like it. Do you ever record or stream? Because I would have loved to see that epic comeback.
1: I don't really, I don't have a stream and I don't really record stuff anymore. I honestly should because I do have a program that does record, mm-hmm. but it kind of slows things down. So I tend to have it not enabled.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, Arena can take up all of these resources, and then once you've got your recorder, it can slow it down. I know I've tried to tweak my settings uh, because I stream every Saturday. And if I don't have my settings just right and all my apps turned off and stuff, it can kind of slow down and get choppy. So if you consider yourself uh, more towards the intermediate range... Uh, what would you kind of maybe give some advice to new people jumping into Arena? Because it looks like we're getting a lot of new people because it's just, you know, uh, it's it's a it's a new game people are trying out. So, what would you tell newer players?
1: To not be afraid to throw throw your minions into stuff like um, cancels or just a shock that they have, because then you, if you just throw them into that, then you could get something later on that would lose, lose to, out to those effects, but mm-hmm. you need that on deck more than what you had before.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Sometimes sacrificing your stuff. That was actually happening to me earlier. Um, I was playing my mono-white cat deck, and the other person had, uh, I guess, uh, some sort of... Um, so it was a Simic uh, blue-green deck that... Um, you know they tried to do they try to play with the new hotness of that hydroid crisis and so they had a bunch of counter spells and once i realized okay they're just they're going to cancel everything or counter everything or quench everything i'm just going to throw things at them and eventually uh they're going to run out of these spells and i'll be able to do something and it was a game that lasted three you know three rounds but by the end um i i I won the final one because I just kind of threw my creatures out there until they ran out of their main thing, their counter spells, and it worked. So I think that's good. I good advice, you know, telling newer players, you know, don't be afraid to try it, to do it, because nothing happens if you if you don't try something. If you or when you were getting into magic in general or arena, what would you have liked uh, someone to have told you early on?
1: Uh, I'd say more on deck building because. I tend to want to put too much into decks, Mm -hmm. so I usually end up either cutting out lands or putting too many of a certain card in or just not having enough removal spells. Mm -hmm. I have a deck that's based around getting elves in play. Mm -hmm. It does have like the Llanowar elves and Druid of the Cow, but it only has 17 lands in it, so Mm -hmm. it's kind of a toss-up on how much mana I have to play with.
0: Yeah, I would say the downside of that is because the creatures need mana to be summoned. You know, the creatures will give you mana, but they need mana to be summoned, so 17 might be a little bit on the low end, but I bet when it all comes together and you've got all of that mana, you can do something really cool. Like, What's the end result of getting all that mana in that deck?
1: Uh, Well, they have um, Marwyn and some Beast Whispers, so there has been times where I've just been playing like a bunch of elves and I end up with like a um, a 1010 10 Marwin and then like <laughs> 20 creatures on board.
0: Oh, okay. Maybe throw in one galta in there as their pet. I think I have Galta in that deck.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Are you gonna try to go for the uh, alternate art galta challenge on the on the uh, singleton um, game that they're doing at the moment?
1: I don't know. I a lot of the times I don't really enjoy their like bonus games because they're kind of a lot of times you see like the same thing happening on with decks and it gets kind of repetitive and annoying. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. You know, too many, too many mono red decks or too many of a certain deck. Yeah, people just want to grind it to get the reward. I guess instead of being more creative that kind of leads into the next question. Like what's something you'd like to improve about magic in general, magic arena, the company, the community, or any, any thoughts on that?
1: Uh, They need to work on their coding system because in best of ones, like there's a tip that tells you that in best of ones, it picks the better hand that has more balance between lands and non-land cards. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've had so many games where I either start off with like 2, 1, or 0 mana in this, my starting hand, and I have to mulligan, and every time I've mulliganed, it always ends up worse somehow.
0: Yeah, I've seen that too. Sometimes I really feel like there's like a bad streak of just bad luck in that opening draw, and especially in best of one, if you don't get like a pretty good hand, it's just like... There's no way I'm going to win this, because they're going to get a perfect hand, and I'm not, and I'm never going to be able to come back. Do you play uh, much of Best of 3? Because it sort of seems a little better on Best of 3, although the games are a lot longer. No,
1: I've not done that yet.
0: I was just trying it a little bit earlier with that mono-white cat deck. I was playing the Best of 3, not on the latter uh, for rank, just on the, regular, on the regular play, but Best of 3, and... Like I said, it kind of felt like the draws in the beginning were, were better. I guess just because the quickness of best of one, it, it really is like, it's this has got to be a great opening hand or I'm dead. When you play best of three, you can sideboard and then you get like a second chance in case you lose the first one. You should try that one a little bit more maybe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What would you say, if you can narrow it down, what's something you love about magic?
1: Just uh, it's always so engaging, like, there's so many cards, and yet somehow they always end up coming up with new mechanics that, while well, some of them aren't that great, honestly. Like banding, that was not a very good <laughs> Wait mechanic, a minute, but... wait
0: a minute, how do you know about banding? <laughs> banding is
1: from like 20 years ago. You're not, you're not that old, are you? Well, there, there was a, I had a, well, I am 20, but... <laughs> There was another, there was one a card that, I do have a card with banding in it, and it's pre- fairly recent, I think it's like probably 2008 or so but a lot of their mechanics that they come out with and like the lore, even though I haven't really gotten into it yet, I really like that in a game. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, what uh, non-magic hobby do you have?
1: Uh, uh This is pretty stereotypical, but if I play a lot of video games, so <laughs> most of the time, if I'm not doing homework or studying or just relaxing, I'm on the computer playing video games.
0: Any particular uh, 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 genre, like RPGs or shoot 'em ups or anything?
1: I have a lot of different genres of games on this computer. I do tend to play some more than others, but I'm really open to most games. Mm-hmm.
0: Back in the day, I started off playing in, with the original Nintendo, so that might give you an idea that I'm more of a retro gamer. So I haven't had much recent gameplay experience except for Arena and all my cool old retro things that I still have from the old days. <laughs> Got to dust them off and play with them once in a while. They, they probably miss me
1: yeah I just reset up my Wii at college mm-hmm. because I bring I like bring my Wii to college, even though I don't really play and it's just so dusty where <laughs> the because our TV stand is just covered in dust. <laughs>
0: is that any like a particular edition of the Wii because I got the red one that was the the Mario thirtieth uh, anniversary Red Wii Edition or something that came out?
1: Uh, I got the, I used to have, like, the first generation Wii, which was just, like, the white one, Mm -hmm. but then that one broke, so my parents bought me a new Wii, but it happened to be, like, from the batch that was the last Wiis made, Mm -hmm. so it's a black Wii, but it doesn't have a GameCube attachment for whatever reason. Oh, really? I don't know why they decided to not do that for, like, the last few Wiis that they made.
0: And which attachment is that? Like, what what is it? I'm blanking on what's the difference.
1: It's just uh, that on the top, there's a little hatch. And then there's it has, like, the ports for the GameCube controller and the Game GameCube uh, CD reader and the SD card on the top. Uh-huh. But the Wii just doesn't have that. So I can't play any GameCube games on that Wii.
0: Oh, okay. I kind of remember that, that they were doing that new addition, maybe also to lower the price or something, so it wasn't backwards compatible, so they can save on the price or something?
1: I don't know. I haven't really seen much about that.
0: Well, as we wind down, um, do you want to share anything about maybe where people can find you online or any any promotion you want to give?
1: Not really i I also could start streaming I've been because I've been told that I should start streaming, but I don't have anything. I don't and I don't really like social media too much. Mm-hmm.
0: well. For as for myself, I am on way too much social media. I think I need to turn off a few of them for a while. I'm on uh, Twitter, VMCompos.com, I'm on YouTube, youtube.com slash I'm on Patreon, patreon.com slash If people sign up on my Patreon, I'll send them uh, vintage magic cards or comic books or other fun stuff. So I'm happy to share that stuff with people. Well, Aiden, thank you for uh, being on the podcast. Thank you. This has been VM Campos, and I'll see you in the arena.